Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Mandy, speaking. Today, I will be giving a review, I'm going to try to keep it short, uh, a review of God of War. Let's get started. So before I get started on today's episode, I'm going to give a quick update for everyone. This will probably be my last episode for maybe a month. I'm going to take the month of June off, uh, mainly because I'm going to be doing some traveling in June. And also, I want to pre-record some episodes to make sure I can get everything situated. And I may be moving uh, apartments soon, so uh, that's going to keep me very busy. So I don't want anything to lag. So I'm probably going to take a month off, come back with a new giveaway. And then the first episode I'll probably come back with will be an episode on E3. E3 is next month, and it is June 11th through June 13th. Sadly, I will not be attending. I was really hoping that this podcast would take off at one point, and then maybe I can have enough subscribers so I can get a uh, press pass, or um, I think it's called, I believe it's called a press pass, or it's called like an entertainment pass, where uh, all the vloggers and podcasters get to be invited, and they pay like a cheap fee, and it's all good. So sadly, that did not happen. Hopefully, E3 2020, we'll find out. Uh, Granted, I could have just bought a regular day pass, but I really wasn't in the mood because apparently those things are very competitive and it's hard to get to get them. So I really didn't want to uh, waste my my cycles trying to get one. But the first episode that I will be recording or that I would be publishing when I get back will be an E3 episode. So stay tuned for that. And also, um, I know I haven't been too active on my Twitter account, uh, GAC underscore podcast. So I will try to be more active on that in the coming months. Um, so di- especially during E3, expect me to be commenting, replying to people, and also just retweeting everything I hear. That sounds pretty awesome. I know recently they, um, uh, Sony released a new trailer for Final Fantasy VII The Remake, which looks absolutely amazing. Uh, the gameplay is a little different, but I, I can talk about it some other time. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about God of War, a game that came out in April of 2018. So I know I'm a bit late to the party, but hey, that's pretty much the point of this podcast, right? I don't buy games day of. I don't buy games even the month of, unless they're a really special game to my heart. Uh, so anyways... Let's get started with the review of God of War. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. 
Alright, so God of War. So God of War is a game that came out in 2005 and it details uh, the adventures of Kratos. Oh, wait a minute. No, never mind. We're, 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 we are reviewing today 2018 God of War. <laughs> Sorry, just a little humor for you all there. Um, so God of War 2018 um, is the, I think, eighth game chronologically chronologically that's been released by Sony um, about Kratos and about the, the God of War. And um, it is the direct sequel to God of War 3 which was first released back in 2010. So the th things have changed. Um, in fact, the whole game has changed. It's just pretty crazy. I've been an avid God of War fan since the 2005 game came out for the PlayStation 2. And in that game, it details the origins of Kratos and how he becomes a God of War. And uh, for, for those of you who are looking to buy God of War 2018, either for your kid or for yourself, this game doesn't require too much of you to know what happens in the previous games. Um, there's been a significant time jump from the end of God of War 3 to the, the beginning of God of War 2018. So you don't really need to play God of War 1 through 3. Now, if you're an avid fan like I am, or you're just a fan, uh, it, it'll be nice because there's also lots of callbacks and a ton of Easter eggs for you to find that all go back to God of War 3, God of War 2, and God of War 1. So it's pretty fun um, seeing all those things, especially if you're like an avid fan. But you don't need to be. So if you, if you've never had a God of War game before, um, you you're you can just pick this game up and start playing. Uh, this game has received a numerous amount of, of awards. It's uh, I think gotten game of game of the year by the video game awards. So that's pretty awesome, and uh, rightly earned in my opinion because this game is is bonkers it's insane um so i'm gonna get started off a little bit with the story and then i'll get it i'll get in with the gameplay and i'll also highlight differences between the gameplay of this game and the gameplay of the other god of war games and also the setting because the setting is different as well and then obviously at the end we will talk about how long to beat god of war takes place many many years after the end of god of war 3. So at the end of God of War 3, uh, major spoilers for the end of God of War 3, so please just turn me down for the next 15 seconds. At the end of God of War 3, Kratos mercilessly, you know, he just kills Zeus and also practically every other god, every other Greek god, and then he just sort of disappears. Um, it turns out like the, the world is almost like an apocalypse going on. It's covered in water. It just sort of ends there. So in God of War 4, or I'm sorry, God, just God of War 2018, Kratos is an old man now, all right? He's got a really long beard, the, there's white hair, it's not really long, but there's white hairs all over his beard. He's older, it's the same voice actor, I believe, and his voice is def definitely more raspier. So there's been some time. And also he has a kid now, okay? So I'm not gonna give too much of the story away, but the story takes place with you and the kid, traveling um midgard right and that that i'll come back to that later so you travel midgard um to fulfill s some sort of request so thankfully you don't have to take care of the kid um there's very few instances where the kid calls for help during a battle uh because he's being strangled or whatnot but that's only happened to me like three times during my entire play that's only happened to me like three times during my entire playthrough um, if anything, the kid, um, his name is Atreus. It's Kratos' son. Um, there's no uh, denying about that. He is actually the son of Kratos. And 
he can actually help you in battle, right? So he has a he has a bow and arrow, and you can deck him out in armor, and you can upgrade his abilities. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, probably my favorite part is that you do not have to take care of him. So uh, you can call him to you. You can ask him to do certain things for you. And I'll get to that in the gameplay section. But please, just please just acknowledge the fact that you do not have to take care of the passenger. I really hate it when games do that. Uh, I think Resident Evil 4 did that with the president's daughter. Um, thankfully, Bioshock Infinite did not let you do that with Elizabeth. So I I'm so glad that I don't have to play a whole game taking care of someone else. So that's pretty awesome. But anyways, so the storyline, the storyline is that you're in Norway now. You're in Midgard, right? You're in ancient Norway during the lands of uh, Norse mythology. And you get to meet a lot of interesting characters, right? Like the world snake from Norse mythology. Um, lots of stories are told about Odin and Thor. You meet some of the lesser gods like Baldur, and it's pretty cool. Um, there's lots of uh, lots of lore to explore and a lot of um, Easter eggs to see. And, and Atreus, who is the um, the son of Kratos, he can actually read the ancient Nordic runes, and he jots them down in a journal. And you can actually read the journal, and the journal just contains nothing but lore lore about ancient fights between loki and the and someone else and thor and the world snake and it's pretty awesome like it, in my opinion it is the attention to detail and the lore for me shows just how far the developers went to make it seem just like i guess true to the story if you will uh because this is all just ancient myths and legends but it's something that I haven't been exposed to too much uh, for Norse mythology anyway. For Greek mythology, I mean, during school and also during God of War, the, the regular seri series, they included a lot of that. But they never went into too much detail. They're like, oh, look, there's Aphrodite. There is Zeus, you know. Um, and they said maybe a couple stories, but that's about it. In God of War 2018, they put a lot of emphasis on the story building, on the world building, the world making, all of that. And it just you can lose a few hours just reading through Atreus's journal and just learning all about Norse mythology, which is pretty awesome. The only other game series I've known that have done that before is the uh, Assassin's Creed series. The Assassin's Creed series, especially the older games, one and two and three, every time you pass by some sort of landmark, they'll say, hey, you can read up more about this here. And then you open it up and you read it and you're just learning a whole bunch of stuff. It's freaking fantastic. So expect the same sort of dedication in God of War 2018. And then as you're playing God of War 2018, you'll notice there's lots of like mini bosses and fights and ancient enemies like trolls and such that you just hear about in stories. So the storyline is you and Atreus go off on an adventure that takes you through tons of twists and turns, tons of boss fights, and it's pretty awesome. All right, so let, 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 let's get started to the gameplay because I don't want to give too much of the story away because honestly, it is not that long to give a game. And because of that, I feel like I've already said too much on the storyline. So let's talk about the gameplay and how it differs from the original God of War. All right, so the gameplay. If you all remember in God of War 1 and 2 and 3, um, the main weapons that Kratos had were these blades, these blades that were attached to him at his wrists and his arms uh, via chains. Uh, you don't have those anymore. 
In fact, you start out the game and play for most of the game with the same weapon, and it's an axe. So think of a Stormbreaker, right, from the new uh, Marvel Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, the the new uh, weapon that that Thor has, right? It's basically that. It is an axe that is imbued with the power of winter, and you can throw it at enemies and freeze them. You can actually call back the axe, like Thor calls back Mjolnir, right? And it's uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. And you can upgrade the axe. So the axe has different enchantments you can put on it. You can make it uh, recharge its special abilities faster because there are special abilities you can use, uh, such as special moves that cause you to attack a whole bunch of enemies at once, or even moves that allow you to just do one big attack on one enemy. And uh, you can change this all up as you're playing the game. In fact, mid-fight, you can change the enchantments you have on your axe. Um, however, there is a bit of a recharge time, right? So you can't, if you'd use like a special move, sometimes the recharge time will be like three seconds or 30 seconds or what have you. So you got to use it uh, wisely. And enemies just pop up. So you're just walking around, following down the path, and an enemy will just show up. And then that's when you just start fighting. And you can throw the axe and you can ha you have a shield. So that those are your two main weapons in God of War. You have a big old shield and you have an axe and you just start you start going crazy on, on people, right? Uh, usually your enemies are different myth mythical creatures, so like Dark Elves or um, uh, Draugor, which are like uh, Norse zombies, sort of. And as you're fighting, you actually have help from Atreus. So Atreus kind of stays away from the fight. He's a, more of a long-range character. He's your archer, if you will. He has a bow and arrow that he can use. And as you're playing the game, as you as you progress through the storyline, you're gonna make him a lot stronger, right? So you can get him armor, you can get him uh, enchantments on his bow as well, and he has special moves as well, which have a cooldown time. So as you're playing the game, he's not a, he's not a nuisance. In fact, you can tell him to hit uh, certain places directly. You can tell him to hit weak spots on enemies, um, or you can just let him do his own thing, and he's actually very helpful as he's doing his own thing. So and as you progress through the game, you can get uh, Atreus different armor, like I said, and also Kratos. Kratos can get different armor. Usually you have to craft the armor, but you can buy the armor directly from the shopkeeper. There's only two shopkeepers in the game, and they're two dwarves, which are hilarious. They're not my favorite characters, but they're, they're pretty high up there. And they're the ones who upgrade your weapons. They're the ones who upgrade your armor. Uh, you can buy a resurrection stone from them. So resurrection stones are an interesting concept. They're more of a... Um, let's say you die and you have a, res a resurrection stone on hand, then Atreus, assuming he can, uh, will go up to you and re revive you with the resurrection stone and you'll come back with like half health. Um, when I say assuming he can, if there's tons of enemies nearby and he's being strangled or he can't get to you in time, you just die. And then, um, well, that's it. Then you restart the checkpoint. So I'm going to go back a little bit to the storyline because if you notice what I keep saying, it's Atreus and Kratos going going against the world here. So it's the dad and son, right? There's a lot of dynamics to explore there um, because Kratos isn't exactly the most loving father. And I don't imagine he he was uh, to begin with. Um, so there's a lot of push and pull between the dad and son dynamic. So the, the son constantly wants to make his dad proud of him. The dad kind of shows that he's he is proud of him, but in his own way. But it doesn't, you know, 
the son doesn't really see that. So there's a lot of um, dad and son relationship bonding going on in the in the movie, in the uh, in the video game. And you really get to learn a lot about what Kratos is feeling. He's terrified that his son will be like him. So he doesn't want him to fight too often. And he doesn't actually... Um, oh, actually, uh, minor spoiler. Atreus doesn't know that he's a part god. He doesn't know he's a demigod. Um, in fact, that's something that Kratos never wanted to tell him. Uh, so that does play a role in the game because a lot of the Norse gods know that Kratos is a god of, of the Greek mythology and they don't take too kindly to strangers in their land. So that plays a lot into the storyline as well. Um, in fact, I've seen a lot of jokes on Twitter saying that God of War 2018 should just be called Dad of War. And it honestly should be because that father-son dynamic is something you don't forget. You keep playing the game and Atreus is always next to you, right? Um, Kratos is the only playable character, but you can command Atreus to do certain things. But there's a lot of um, offhand dialogue, like dialogue that isn't really in a scene that they just start talking at random and they tell stories or they tell jokes. And it's it's really endearing to see this, um, especially if Kratos, ha Kratos has a sort of demeanor about him that it's almost like he doesn't care about his son, but he really, really does deep down. But the son doesn't really understand that. So... It's really interesting to see how both of these characters grow and it, it may make you cry. It may make you not, you know, but it is very endearing to see that. So um, and that does tran transcend a little bit into the gameplay portion because there's no like bond mechanic that you're supposed to raise up. But as the game progresses from the beginning to the end, where Atreus isn't much of a fighter and at the end, he is a very obedient fighter who has learned a lot. It is um, very interesting to see that grow because it's it's very gradual and it's not a blink and you miss it sort of thing. But the game, the developers made it in such a way that you do notice. And because you're playing as a father, you may actually feel proud for Atreus, which is pretty cool. So I'm trying to think if I forgot anything else about the gameplay. And as for the gameplay portion, so you use an axe, you throw the axe, you use a shield. You can get different abilities as you pro progress through the game. You, you actually use your experience points. So you gain experience points for every uh, every enemy you kill, and then you can expend these ex experience points in this uh, sort of skill tree. So think the uh, the sphere grid from Final Fantasy X, or maybe the uh, perk system from Dragon Quest XI. And then as you progress, Atreus gets different abilities that you can use, like building bridges out of, out of his arrows, which is really interesting. Um, I'm trying to think a little bit more about the gameplay, but that's in a nutshell, that's pretty much what it is. There's lots of uh, areas where you have to solve a puzzle. So that you just use the gameplay, you throw your ax somewhere, you command Atreus to go some other place. So there's not really much of a um, uh, difficult puzzles to solve. So don't think uncharted level puzzles or um, old school RPG puzzles. So they're very easy puzzles to solve. Um, and there's honestly not that many of them, which was really depressing to me because I really like the puzzle solving. Um, there's more fights than anything, which can get a bit difficult. And speaking of, of difficulty, the difficulty in the game on normal is is just right. It's just right for me. Um, I died a few times, uh, especially during the mini boss fights, which I'll get to in a bit. But it was more of a it was more of a you really know how you really need to learn how to uh use kratos and atreus to their best abilities and if you if you don't do that well 
when there's an onslaught of enemies and sometimes there's quite a bit of enemies coming after you or maybe just a big troll with like five smaller enemies you really need to learn like certain styles of gaming uh, certain styles of play and once you learn that you pretty much have it down and it can it can get you pretty much have it down and it can become a little bit tedious um, but the game really rewards you after the fact and then going into the uh, mini boss battles so there's a ton of mini boss battles that you can find throughout the game uh, there's like stone giants which are insanely hard to kill and then there's trolls which are just as hard to kill as the stone giants and then probably my favorite mini bosses who are actually a side quest and you don't have to do it to beat the game are the valkyries so there's about i think eight or 13 i don't really remember anymore there's about eight or 13 valkyries spread throughout the whole game that are locked away for reasons and the game does explore why they're locked away but when you unlock them they attack you and it's just them there's no additional enemies it's just you you and atreus versus a valkyrie and my god are they hard and for those you really have to perfect a strategy to take them down and um, I was able to take down one and I really didn't want to go look for the other ones. However, I will say this, at the end of the game, once you complete the game, your map reveals the locations of all the Valkyries and also the locations of quite some other uh, side quests. So that's pretty cool. Um, I went back and I did try to get a couple more of the Valkyries and I failed horribly because those Valkyries are insane. But as you progress through the game you do get more stronger and the valkyries stay the same difficulty so i'm pretty sure if i just kept leveling up i would have been better but those valkyries are harder than the final boss of the game and i had a lot of fun <laughs> so before i continue to how long to beat i do want to talk about the reception of god of war 2018 so god of war 2018 is considered like one of the best games of 2018 it won game of the year at game uh at the Game Developers um, Awards, and it won Game of the Year at the Video Game Awards, and with good reason. This game has a lot of story and character built into into it. In, in fact, all the characters you meet are just wonderful, and I love them all. And all the bad guys you meet are in, they're really well written, and also they're very well dialogued. So I I love that. And honestly, the the relationship between Kratos and Atreus really sells the game for me and i'm not i'm not going to get into it too, too into that but all in all this game is amazing and if you play it on the ps4 pro and you have the 4k hd hdr enabled it is a spectacle to behold um which i also i should also say for those of you of my listeners who do not have a ps4 this is an exclusive so i, I apologize you can't play this anywhere else but the ps4 but it is 100 percent worth it for those of you who have a PS4, you should go on Amazon right now and just buy it. You can get it $30, which is 50% off. Uh, please do. In fact, if you are the winner of the uh, giveaway I just did, there you go. Put in an extra $5 and you're, you're, you're good to go. Um, anyways, the reception of God of War 2018 is off the charts. Uh, Metacritic gave it an aggregate score of 94 over 100. And then Destructoid gave it 10 out of 10. Game Informer... Game Informer gave it 9.75. GameSpot gave it 9 out of 10. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10, which is rare because they don't do that too often. Uh, Polygon gave it 10 out of 10. In the show notes, I'm going to I'm going to include the uh, Polygon review and the Kotaku review because it, they're really well written and 
if I haven't convinced you to buy this game, they probably will. And this game is a fun riot. I, I love it. And now let's, that, that actually gives us a perfect segue into how long to beat this game. So the how long to beat is uh, always, it's dependent on you if you want to get everything or not. Like I said, there are tons of side quests and tons of uh, mini bosses you can take on, uh, like the Valkyries. So if you're just looking to beat the main story and just have a fun time, which it is a 100% fun time, you're looking at about spending 20 hours. So 20 hours of your life on just the main story isn't that bad. Um, I picked up the game back in December, but I did not start playing it until March. And that was because I was busy playing Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Dragon Quest 11. So I didn't really want another game to take care of while I was juggling two big name games. And then I started in March and I was playing maybe a couple hours a week, maybe two to five hours a week. So right after work, all for the weekend. And I was able to finish this game sometime in April. I'm, I'm, I'm not remembering what exact day, but I did finish it and it was a lot of fun. So I didn't do it over 20 hours. I didn't, it didn't take me 20 hours, um, but I, I'll get to that in a bit. So if you want to do the main story, you're looking at 20 hours of your life. If you want to do the main plus some extras, so you do some of the boss fights, you do some of the side quests, you're looking at about 31 and a half hours. And then finally, if you want to get everything, you want to get you want to get every single item, you want to get all the perks, you want to defeat all the Valkyries, you're looking at around 50 and a half hours. Which again is not that bad. For those of you who have listened to my uh, review of Dragon Quest XI, that game alone takes you about 55 hours, and then you're not even really done. And then the and then when you think about persona 5 one playthrough of that game takes about 94 hours or some crazy nonsense so this game is pretty short if you want to get everything but the it suffers that that usual thing if you want to get everything you're gonna have to beat the game first then go back and then it's gonna take you some time to to get everything else because it gets more tedious right because there's lots of boss battles all the valkyries are insanely difficult so it's just it's just tedious it's not as fun as just playing the regular game um but for those of you who are completionists which i am in some cases uh you're looking at around 50 hours and as for me i was able to finish the game in about 38 hours so as i said i did some of the side quests i defeated one valkyrie and i tried to defeat some others and i spent a lot of time just dilly dallying around collecting all the lore i love lore in video in video games um lore in video games is probably one of my favorite things especially when it's a rich world um but when the game is also based on real life sort of lore and mythological events and uh, legends i absolutely love it so there's a lot of side quests you can do just collecting lore and that's 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 what i spend most of my time on doing and in fact i uh um as you're playing the game one little thing i forgot to mention as you're playing the game if you take too long in doing a certain objective atreus will say hey maybe we should do that thing we were supposed to do but if you also um, get finished with an objective and you're like, okay, now I need to go to this place so I can do this objective. Atreus will say, we don't have to go there right now. You know, let's let's go ahead and uh, do some other stuff. Let's explore. And I, I, it's just a little cute thing that the game is like, hey, maybe you should explore. Hey, maybe did you forget about that other thing you have to do? So it's a lot of fun. Um, I had I had a great time and uh, it only took me 38 hours of my life. So over the course of almost two months so that's that's not too bad all right so i think i covered everything i wanted to talk about um i did say um 
I did discuss the storyline, the gameplay, and the um, actually before I before I even even sign off, I don't think I mentioned in the gameplay it's all entirely third person. So think Resident Evil Four um, or Five or Six. So it's a lot of third person playing, not first person. Um, okay. Anyways, let's let's go back. Um, yeah. So I did talk about the gameplay. I talked about the storyline. Um, I didn't give too much away in the storyline, which I'm starting to think maybe I should be doing spoiler filled episodes, but we'll we'll find out. And then I also discussed how long to beat. So in the show, so in the show notes, you'll find a link to the Amazon link uh, for God of War, which you can purchase for thirty dollars. Um, I do not get money from Amazon for this podcast. I just like to buy everything from Amazon. Um, I will also include the how long to beat metrics, and I will include uh, articles or review of God of War from Polygon and Kotaku. And for those of you who are looking to pick up God of War one through three, so you can play that too. Um, I did some research as I was recording this, and it looks like you can pick up God of War 3 for the PS4, but I am not so sure if you can pick up God of War 1 and 2. Uh, God of War 3 is a lot of fun, but it is very different compared to God of War 2018, so just be be prepared for that. They changed a lot, and for good reason. So, in my opinion, all the changes they made in God of War only made the game better, and that's, that's always a good thing. All right, guys, um, as I said before, I'm going to take uh, June off uh, so I can catch up on some gaming, record some more episodes, and also I'm going to be insanely busy. I come back, the next episode I do will be all about E3. And also keep in mind, I will be posting a lot of stuff on my Twitter account uh, regarding E3. Um, and my Twitter, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at GAC underscore podcast, or you can send me an email if you want to at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. If you have any sort of requests for games for me to pick up, if you have any sort of questions, comments, concerns, or just criticism, um, please send me an email. Uh, I know in my last episode that I recorded, it was the first time I ever recorded with uh, my audio shield. Um, I did receive uh, some people telling me, hey, it's very low on your podcast and I have to really turn up my car stereo to like 11 to hear you. So maybe there's something wrong when I do the mixing for this episode, hopefully it's a little better. And thank you for that uh, listener who uh, who decided to send me some, some criticism. I really do enjoy that. I want to make this better. I really want to keep this going for a long time because it's a lot of fun. I like playing games. And I realize that a lot of people my age uh, kind of stop playing games. Um, and so I, I really want to change that. All right, everyone. Taking a break for June. I'll be back July. All about E3. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter or my email. And uh, as always, this is your host, Manny. Keep gaming, everyone.